Hello, hi. How's it hanging? <laughs> unofficial. That's my unofficial catchphrase now. What? How's it hanging? How's it hanging? I don't know why. Is there is there a particular fictional character that says how's it hanging? I know, like I've learned it from something, but I don't know what. Okay. All right. Doesn't well, matter. Yeah. Well, this is Wildcat Minute. We're talking about High School Musical. We are the amateur nerds. I'm Tyler. I'm Condra. And we're the amateur nerds. Yeah. Just in case you missed it the first time. So today we are talking about Minute 11 of High School Musical. Minute 11 starts with "This isn't a hockey arena," said by Miss Darbus to Chad. Who's yeah. holding a basketball and ends with the holidays are over. Way over. Way over. Yeah. I mean, what happens in this minute is they, they all get detention. In the neat little course of one minute, which is actually kind of nice. Yeah. The big six get detention. The big six. Uh, big hero six. No. All right. Which big hero six would each of the high school music? I, I have, I'm not prepared. Yeah, to answer. You, you can't answer that. I, I can't. I don't even remember who the big hero six people are. Excuse me. There's Hero, Baymax, Wasabi, um, Lemon. What's her name? Lemon. See? Honey, honey See? Lemon. No, it took me a second. Honey Lemon, Go Go, and Fred. <laughs> and I can name them all because they're in one of my games that I play on my phone. <laughs> well, good for you. So, yep, they all get detention because no cell phones in class. Yes. Which, good to know that is still a rule that's persisting despite that. I found this in college, this, like, hypocrisy of no cell phones in class, but some people, like, use voice memo, like, could be putting in an assignment in their phone and then, like, get called out. I'm like, you don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the no phones in class was different back then when it was, like, like, like big phones that you could only really use for, like, calling and texting, obviously. Mm-hmm. And even then, even in 2005, probably more calling than texting, as we've discussed. Yeah. Although it looks like Gabriella kind of has a Blackberry-type phone. Yeah. It looked more like a Blackberry. Yeah. Well, it's not a BlackBerry, but... And Sharpay has, like, a slidey phone that clearly does seem to text. have texting abilities. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, basically what happens is, at the beginning, Miss Darbus is still kind of going over what, like, it's... the announcements... Well, first she says to Chad that this is not a hockey arena. I don't know... Oh, because in the in the last minute, he had made, like, a thumbs down and a, a fart noise about, to about the, the idea of auditioning. Yeah. And so, because he commented in general, she commented also in general, that this is not a hockey arena. I don't know if the joke is that she doesn't know what a basketball is and what the difference between hockey and basketball is. Kind of. She has this ongoing characterization of not knowing anything about sports. So just seeing a basketball on the desk and she's like, hockey. Yeah, that doesn't make sense, though. No one, like, literally doesn't know what a sport is. I don't know. <laughs> Miss Darbus is a weird character, as we'll uncover. She, she does some things that are very weird in this movie. I mean, I mean, my main problem with the joke is that it's just... It, it's not a it's not a clear joke like it'd be a better joke if she said this is not a basketball arena because basketball is played in like a court or something like not an arena hockey is played in arena i mean the court that a basketball could be in could be in an arena yeah i'm but that like you know what I mean. the stands yeah it's just the whole like sports ball joke in general is kind of like played but i mean if you're gonna like there are ways to make it that like are better than just i think it it reveals some of the disconnect between the social groups in the high school so you have the drama people that have no idea anything about the sports people and you'll discover 
throughout this that the sports people don't know anything about the drama people. Yeah. And there's this constant disconnect in how do they, do they make bridges? Do they not? Are they all in this wait, together? Wait, who makes bridges? What club makes bridges? The Carpenter Club? It's a hypothetical bridge, <laughs> but it's this stick to the status quo versus we're all in this together. Yeah, yeah. But even then, like, most people know what a sport is. Not everyone knows, like... The point like, system. Like, and... like drama theory, but yeah. you know what a play is. You can probably say, you probably tell the difference between a Shakespeare play in a like a modern play like i don't know i think that i mean it's exaggerated for the point of the characters and it's a kids movie so that's okay yeah (laughs) and then and then troy pulls out his phone because he finally saw gabrielle and he's like wait a second is that her and he has to look at the picture on his phone this is what i'm confused about what is his motivation here i think he's looking at it i don't know if he intentionally or unintentionally calls gabriella to be like is that actually her yeah and and that's that's the trick is because like what happens is he hits a button unexpectedly or, and or her cell phone goes and off. her cell phone goes off it all kind of happens at once in a way that's like not very clear but what we know is that a cell phone's going off and it's and everyone whips out their phone yeah. to see if it's them because they don't have individualized ringtones apparently yeah and and troy's like oops except not really because he doesn't like try to hide his phone or anything yeah so yeah so I mean, but even if, if he called her on purpose, like, that's dumb. Yeah. It will, unless he wasn't, like, thinking, like, oh, unless I'm in a class. he was trying to get detention with Gabriella. Also So unclear. that they can hang out. But I don't think that was his motivation. Yeah. I think, I don't know if he was necessarily thinking about the space he was in. He was just so absorbed in, like, oh, my gosh, this girl that I had met. Wait, are you saying that he had, like, a moment where, like, um... Tunnel vision. Yeah, he had like like and like a romantic song started playing in the background. And the only like like Mrs. Darvis's voice like drowned out. And uh, what is what's the song in Sky High? Oh gosh. But yeah, no. Um, um, but she's like this idea that like anytime you see a pretty girl, like the whole world like falls away, and like the uh, like the the side, the left and right side of the screen become like foggy or oily, blurry. Yeah, <laughs> and, and you, you can only see the girl in your vision. That's what's happened to Troy. Yeah, and he has to find out if it's actually her. So he calls to see if it is her that ring, and he's like, "Ooh." You know, that's an interesting thing. Like cheesy kids movies often do this thing where it's like, oh, like oh, like weird, like cheesy moment where like music plays and like a cute camera trick happens i don't think we're gonna get anything of the sort in high school musical i don't even think in any of the musical sequences i think it plays it pretty straight in terms of the cinematography and the kind of like perspective of the camera it's always usually third person i don't we don't even get that many pov shots yeah we get a few povs but i think all in all it gives a kind of true to life in as much as a musical (laughs) can be true to life because there's breakout songs but this idea that they are in a real high school that has its its issues its highlights lowlights well and because there's six characters that are like your leads and so you're not supposed to like identify too strongly with any like no 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 one of them is the protagonist per se obviously troy and gabriella are like they are the the, protagonists the protagonists but like I, your favorite character could be any of them in a way that like when you're watching Indiana Jones, like, well, Indiana Jones is the hero. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or if you're watching Eddie's million dollar cook off, Eddie is the main character. <laughs> like I think he has two friends, but I think the big six though. It's really like you've got your top two of Troy and Gabriella. You've got your 
surprise antagonists in Sharpay and Ryan if you couldn't get it from their rich people clothes. I wasn't necessarily sure if they were antagonists, but they're definitely like obstacles to the like the people who are our leads. Yeah. And then while Chad and Taylor are in all of the promotional material, their characters are less well fleshed out. Yeah. So I don't think that while you could be like, yes, I really like this character. I think there are just some that are less well understood and are less played out. Maybe throughout the three movies you could claim that, but in this particular movie... Yeah. Okay, that's, yeah, that's good. So Troy calls Gabriella. Miss Darbus grabs her cell phone bucket, which is like solid. Every teacher should have a cell phone bucket. I'm not saying every teacher should be as strict as Miss Darbus as just like a, like a one and done policy as she seems to have, but cell phone bucket is good. Yeah. And it's like a metal, like. It's like a paint can. It's a paint. Yeah. It's not a paint can. It's like one of those traditional, like metal buckets that people would have brought their lunches in the 1910s when <laughs> if you were, were building the Empire State Building and sitting on an I-beam. <laughs> exactly. You would have had one of these metal buckets. Oh, I've always wanted to sit on an I-beam on the top of a halfway constructed building. That seems like fun. No, that that is something funny. And I wonder if it's a prop from a past play that she's Maybe. transformed into her oh, cell yeah. phone bucket. I mean, a lot of the decorations in the classroom are probably stuff like that. So yeah, she grabs the bucket. She immediately grabs Sharpay and Ryan's phone, even though they're just checking and it's not clearly not their phone. Just the, the visual of a cell phone is not allowed. Done. Kicked out. That reminds me of, um, there's this like cafeteria monitor in middle school who wouldn't let you be on your iPod if it was out. But if you were just listening to music with headphones, it was fine. But you couldn't change the song. But you couldn't change the song. Like, if he saw the iPod itself, he would yell at you. But that was it. Love the hypocrisy. All right, so Sharpay, as we said, has, like, a slider phone where the screen slides out and it's got a hidden keyboard. And it's also covered in jewels. <laughs> yeah, it's um, bedazzled, perhaps. Absolutely. And, and so, yeah, Ryan Jarvis ha- grabs their phone. And Ryan has a very standard flip phone. Yeah. She grabs their phone. She just kind of gives, like, no cell phones in class detention. And she walks down the aisle and it's like Gabriella you're new here you didn't know about this policy detention anyways yeah she goes like well we here at this school have a no phone policy so you're gonna go to detention I'm not even gonna warn you or anything yeah which is a problem well it's just annoying because she like she puts on the voice of like we here at this school have a but it's it's just a voice she puts on to pretend to be saying something she has authority she's a big actress yeah always have to put on the role for whatever sentence she says but it's it's, it's partly because she's just being mean and giving Gabriella detention for no reason. And um, then, well, even though her phone was the one that was ringing, but still. Yeah. She's been in this school for five minutes. And then she walks up the aisle and grabs Troy's cell phone. And Troy, I mean, she would have walked by Troy before she got to Sharpay and Ryan. Well, so she was more on the left side of the... If she's facing the and classroom... And Troy's kind of turned the, the other way. And he's... Yeah, he's more on the right. So as she's walking back, she could have definitely seen it. Yeah. And Troy also has a flip phone, as we've discussed. Yeah. And then... And she takes that and gives him detention. And Chad does not stand. Uh, yeah, Chad's like, but, but Miss Darbus, Your Honor, that's not even a possibility. He does call her Your, your Honor, Honor, which is kind of funny. It's great. No one knows how to address her. And for the talk back, he gets 15 minutes of detention too. Which I say I say this for a reason, because Miss Darbus says that's, your, that's 15 minutes for you too, which implies that everyone else has 15 minutes of detention, which is nothing. Yeah. 
That's like you could do that on your lunch and just miss half of lunch, basically. Yeah. Or like if you're going to be 10 minutes late to basketball practice. Not even because basketball practice probably starts 20 minutes after school ends. Yeah. And then Taylor is just super mean. Yeah. Do not... I do not like bullies. Yeah, well, we don't Ms. like Darvis bullies says here. to Corbin Blue, that's 15 Chad. minutes for you. Count them. And then, uh, yeah, Taylor says, that might be tough for Chad because I don't even know if he can count that high. Which is just, it's like, obviously he can count to 15. Yeah, I mean, again, Condra, it's this thing of exaggerating yeah. the difference between the character traits. So she's like a, she's like a nerdy <laughs> Hermione type. Bully. Who, even though she's smart, that doesn't mean she's like elevated and like better than anyone else. She has the potential to be just as mean as them and looks down at the jocks for being dumb. I think that's a good character trait of Hermione, though, comparing her to Hermione, because, like, people forget that Hermione was kind of mean at the beginning. Yeah. But also she was a receiver of a lot of bullying. No, I say it because it's a more realistic characterization. Not all nerds are just, like, stuffy, like, punching bags. Like... Yeah. Like, a nerdy character should be at, like... Some nerdy characters should have a clapback ability. Yeah. But yeah, so Taylor gets her 15 minutes of detention too. Not 15 minutes of fame, 15 minutes of detention. And she has a pouty face that she puts on, which is kind of funny. Yeah, she like huffs and folds her arms and is like, hmm. Well, because we kind of skipped over this earlier in the minute, but Miss Darbus is talking about the... Oh, the decathlon. Yeah, academic decathlon. Which she is says next week's academic decathlon. And she says, I'm sure chem club president... Taylor McKessie will be able to help you out with that. And she like raises her hand and like puts on a face as if the people in the room don't know who she is or anything. It's like, no, we haven't been in the, the same <laughs> classroom for half a year already. And that's kind of our moment for the audience to at least be like, ah, yes, that's Taylor. That's her. Yep. Yeah. It, in all fairness, though, it is a good way of name introduction without being too ridiculously clunky. Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, I still think attendance would have been the most realistic thing to do here. But like we were saying, you assume at some point the teacher knows the students' names and doesn't have to actually do attendance. Yeah. But I, but what in what movie do you like get a, like a roll call of the whole class? But you have to infer like what the six important characters are. Because <laughs> if you went through the all twenty people and you were like, oh, that's uh, Jake, uh, Morningcaster. That was the last name I just made up. <laughs> Jake Morningcaster. He's not in the rest of the movie, but we sure did call his name in roll call. Well, all right. Harry Potter does that with um, Susan, Susan Bones. Bones. Yeah, she's the first person to get sorted with the sorting hat. But even then, it helps to just have a kind of a generic person to be like, oh, this is how it works. Yeah. And also Susan Bones, like, and she's more significant in the books. And she's a Hufflepuff. She's a Hufflepuff. So we have a representation from <laughs> at least, we at least know some of the Hufflepuffs. We don't know very many. Anything else Con- in this minute that we missed? Mm-hmm. I noticed one thing on the back wall. Ooh. Um, there's a poster. There's like a classroom poster that like probably a student made about the elements of a short story. You know, you got your plot, your character, your themes, your like, you know, just kind Symbolism. of. Symbolism. Yeah, whatever that, whatever those are. Just not, not like too advanced of literary terminology, just like a kind of basic. And I th- probably has like a rising action, falling action. Um, the bell curve kind of thing. Yeah. I did not notice that, but it's those fun kind of little background things that help make this It does scene. make it look like a real classroom. And it probably and, is yeah, a real Yeah, it probably cl- is. <laughs> Could have been someone's actual homework assignment. That would have been really wild if you were like, a student at the Real East High and you're like, hey... 
that's my that that's that's my mom dad come look it's my poster remember how we spent all night making it now it's in a movie wow yeah <laughs> it's a good thing that it's like a it's like an english type like poster which is like tangentially related to drama not like a math poster that way yeah there's no like oh we're just using this room randomly yeah but, I'm sure the set designer was aware. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that's all for the big stuff. But we have, as we're going through the movie, we have not introduced Monique Coleman yet. Yes. So the actor who plays Taylor, Monique Coleman, born in 1980. Um, so she's straight up like 25, while the other characters are like 17, 18. And you can tell, like, she does look a little bit older. Before High School Musical, uh, just kind of one-off TV appearances, episode of Gilmore Girls, episode of Malcolm in the Middle, episode of Veronica Mars. Big TV shows, but yeah. just one-episode appearances. Around 2005, 2006, she'd made a total of six appearances on Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. Who um, was she? Like Mary Elizabeth or something. I don't remember. I saw it on IMDb. And then obviously High School Musical happened, and she gets her 15 minutes of fame. Whoa, callback. Albeit in this kind of tertiary role not tertiary but like not getting as much notice as the kind of bigger stars in the movie because her character's kind of like the least important of the big six i feel like and then later in 2015 she would um probably her biggest success after high school musical is uh, uh 12 episodes of one season of a tv show called the fourth door um in which she was one of the lead actors in that show so good for her but not really much else happening she still appears in movies and TV shows, but not to the scale of the other actors. Or, I mean, to the same scale as someone like Corbin Blue, probably. So I looked up her role on Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. She's a friend. She's kind of a friend of London's, who is the Brenda Song, Brenda character. Song character, who is really rich. And she was one of, like, a schoolmate of them. I vaguely remember at some point Ashley Tisdale's character going to this prep school that London went to, so I, I'm I, not I really sure. The know. the descriptions are not super clear on how they're connected, but she's originally a friend of London, so. But yeah, I mean, in this, in this minute, in this episode, <laughs> in this minute, they really all just get detention, which I do think is funny because we were talking about in the, last, in the last episode about how homeroom is, like, a weird location for them to all meet, and then detention is like, okay, that's kind of a classic more traditional yeah high school movie set breakfast club yeah oh and miss darvis does even kind of put on a the breakfast club kind of tone when she's like will there be more carnage as in like will more people get detention i do think it's weird that people get detention for like talking back and making jokes like obviously like you shouldn't be a bully and you shouldn't like disrespect teachers but like there's a line and I don't think Chad or Taylor crossed it too hard. I think Taylor, if they have like a nose uh, zero tolerance bully policy, I could see that getting counted. But yeah, Chad really was just like, hey, maybe he could do it a different day, which is like also like not Chad's place because it would make more sense if like Troy did it. He's like, oh, I've got basketball practice. Can I do it at lunchtime or whatever? Yeah. But at the same time, yeah, no, I think Chad getting detention is kind of silly. Yeah. All right. That's kind of it for this minute. (laughs) Pretty chill minute. Detention. Um, has been had well not yet not yet has been received received but yeah till next time Kondra, uh let, let them know where they can find us on the internet so- so- socialize with us please please so you can find us on the twitter at amateur nerds me personally at tyler booty two y l e r b o u d y send us an email at amateur nerds present at gmail.com rate review and subscribe in general Tell a friend about this podcast. We'd love to have more listeners. Special thanks to our artist, Theo Golden, at T Golden Art 
on Instagram. And our intro-outro music by Joe Winslow, whom you can find at joewinslowmusic.com. And I've been Condra. I've been Tyler Boudreaux. We're the Amateur Nerds. And if you want to get more detention action, we'll see you next time. You can bet on it.